Welcome to Robot Party Week, episode 33, Mystery Science Theater 3000, season 11, episode 1, Reptilicus. <laughs> In this episode, I would like anyone who is a Misty to uh, find yourself that special someone who does not understand or like Mystery Science Theater 3000 and listen to it with them, because uh, that's what we're doing here today. Are, Deva, do you call yourself a Misty? There, yep. Is that and what you're all the, are called? Like a fan of Mystery Science Theater 3000. It's not a personal deficit of the person. It's just like, you know, someone who has that like genetic thing where like they can't eat cilantro because it tastes awful to them, even though it's super delicious. I think that's what happens with Mystery ah. Science Theater 3000. I think it's it's not that there's anything wrong with the show. It's that there's like some physiological block where you just cannot tolerate well, it's not it. that I don't like it it's just i've never really wanted to sit down and watch it it is a commitment you know i've all, enjoyed like, the like riff track stuff that i've seen mm. but you know i like the little intros and the robots and but just the, yeah, the host segments. i just can't it doesn't hold my attention i love I the song that. very catchy yeah so hey we don't usually do this because we have a policy generally against this but because this episode's actually coming out the same day as the new season, I'm going to say spoiler alert. Well, we say spoiler alert a lot, and then whoever I think, says it, I felt it, like we abandoned. The other person alert. goes, "This well. show came out 45 years ago. Like, why are you even saying this?" <laughs> or be like, it, "What kind of asshole listens to a podcast on something they haven't watched?" <laughs> Me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're in a post-spoiler environment, Deva. So. I have watched the entirety of episode one and two. I was one of the Kickstarter backers, uh, number 673, if you're curious. We had to go without heat for a month. <laughs> no heat, kids. Gotta buy more mystery science. We got to stream the first episode last weekend, last Sunday, and uh, can watch all of the episodes as of like yesterday, early morning. So... I haven't binged. I think I'm going to try to make it last because there's 14 episodes. It's coming to Netflix April 14th. So as of April 14th, That's you can tomorrow. stream. Well, that is according correct. to where we are now. Yeah. Yeah. We are recording this uh, Thursday the 13th. So I watched, uh, I watched Reptilicus in its entirety. Deva watched the opening and the host first host segment. <laughs> and I, so I didn't want to subject her to more than that. One episode mm -hmm. per year it would last 14 years whoa 14 years of mystery science theater 3000 well i feel like we're in a like futurama returning situation here because nobody thought there would ever be any more mystery science theater 3000 like when season 10 ended and it was canceled that, that was it and that's been that's been like what 17 years so 18 years, whatever. So, like, there was no reasonable expectation until Joel la launched the Kickstarter last year that there would ever be more. And even during that, it was ambiguous. Like, would there be more? Because it might not succeed. Well, it did succeed, and it was, like, one of the biggest Kickstarters ever. $6.3 million raised in total. So that got people's attention. And uh, I think what it also did was allowed the show to be made in the way they wanted it to be made 
Uh, they didn't have to, you know, go hat in hand to like a network who was going to go and like be like, oh, no, we want this. We want that. Change this. Change that. They got to make the show they wanted. We're like, hey, bitches, like we have money. I liked how Will Wheaton was in it. <laughs> that was, I, you know, I don't. Who was he? Was he just some rando? He was just a rando at Gizmotic, Gizmotic Institute. Um, I feel like my An Aaron Gray. love of Will Wheaton has kind of waned and waxed throughout my life. Yeah. And I'm at a period where I like love him again. Oh. I mean, that's, that's still a little too strong. Like, I don't right. love, yeah, I, mean, I, I mean, love I him like I love me. Fresca, you know? <laughs> so it's just like, for a while, I was like, I don't like Will Wheaton. He's too something. And now I'm like, I just, I just, you know, I really like him. <laughs> I really like him. <laughs> Super cool. Yeah. Good guy. Yeah. Thumbs up from me. Thumbs up. Thumbs up for Will Wheaton. So it was a fun cameo in the open. So Jonah Ray of Hidden America and The Nerdist. What's Hidden America? It's like Jonah Ray's TV show. What's it about? He like goes around to like weird stuff in America. Have you watched it? I've seen a couple. It's a TV show? Yes. What channel is it on? It's not on a channel. Oh, is it on like it's on, I think it's IFC if I remember right. Oh, that sounds kind of cool. Maybe IFC is a channel. It is. That's I think I'm the... so accustomed to streaming stuff or watching it on a website that I'm actually not sure what's on what like TV is. Yeah. Like what's a cable? That's how we watch Game of Thrones. Oh. So. Somehow uh, it's cheaper for us now to get HBO and cable and internet instead of just internet. Yeah. I don't know what kind of witchcraft is going on. I imagine but... it has something to do with naked breasts or dragons. What? Some sort of magic. That gets us cheaper. Somehow. Some cheap package. Dragon breast flame. Dragon eggs. Maybe like dragon egg shells. Like you put them in your garden and they make your- I did do that. Internet bill cheaper or something. That's what I, I laid that down over the soil <laughs> and then I put mulch on it. A lot to of like dragon eggs. Weeds. <laughs> it's been working. A ton of dragon egg shells. Yeah, I had to get a lot. Yeah. There's only three dragons left now. Oh, Dave has been emerging from a lot of fiery things with little tiny dragons yeah. like squawking at her face. It's been pretty intense, actually. Uh, yeah, so so Jonah Ray uh, is playing Jonah Heston. Do you know what that last name is? That I significant? Just think it's, I don't believe so. It's not like Charlton Heston or something. If it is, uh, I don't know. Tweet us up. Hashtag robot PW because I don't think it is. I didn't. I tried not to do too much research. I think I mostly know about all this stuff already. Yeah, so from talking I, to Joel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was fun. Met him at DragonCon last, not last year, year before fifteen. So it was before all this shenanigans began. Real cool, real nice guy. I tried not to be like tongue tied and be like. So I was I was just like, I didn't say a whole lot. And then we met him again like two weeks later at Baltimore Comic-Con because he was there too. And I was really happy he was there because I wanted him to sign my crow. Puppet. Well, and I was carrying Tom Servo. And then he signed both of them. And he wanted, he's like, do you want me to sign this to you? And he like looked at me and I was like, no, put Seth's name on it. <laughs> <laughs> and his handler was like, oh, that's another $30. And he, and he like, Joel like waved him away. He's like, no, no, no. No, these guys are good. <laughs> these guys are good kids. Yeah, he's a nice guy. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's like convention pro tip. Like, forget any costume or ugh, cosplay that you're talking about. And 
you're spending thousands of hours on like some EVA mess with glowing motor articulated steam pumping like whatever stuff just get a couple like get a crow and a tom servo and like people will just be going bananas oh left my and gosh. right we are baltimore comic-con that that weekend with the crow and tom servo we could not walk like two feet without people stopping us yeah and our we friend super excited our friend tom will dress up as uh Gizmonics employee with a crow and tom servo that he has in like a backpack rig and then clipped to the front of him so both of the bots are on him which i've done also uh although he's more committed and he like dresses his robots up and it's very entertaining but he's like constantly mobbed and i did it exactly once and after that i was like i told him i was like i don't know if i can handle it <laughs> like i think i might just leave this to you <laughs> Cause it was just, yeah, it's a lot. It's continuous, and and it's basically like, where did you get the robots? Did you build those robots? I love your robots, robots. <laughs> Which is great. I'm def. I'm pro robot. You know, as a robot, I feel like, uh, you know, like in a yes to robots kind of situation. Yeah, but it's but a little it much is. when you're like trying to like get through the vendor hall. It's really and... fun unless you're trying to do something, and then you're like, I, 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 can't, like, I can't keep going. Ah, yeah, of course I'll stop for a picture. And I'm I don't I don't like I'm not I don't like snub pictures cuz I think that's crappy. So if I'm in like a costume and someone wants a picture, I'm like, yeah, sure, cuz it's a you know, it's like a nice compliment. A picture doesn't take that long unless it starts to take long. And you're like, "Come on, right? I mean, <laughs> you only need like 1/60th of a second. Let's snap it, captain." <laughs> so yeah, exactly. Fun stuff. But yeah, that, there's your costuming pro tip. So forget anything you see on like cosplay, whatever, dump all that in the trash and just get a couple of robot puppets. Like if you just want attention, like if that's all that you need. Yeah, put on like a bunny, like a Star Trek bunny costume uh, and carry around some bots and oh, you'll get all the attention. Add the bots to anything. Oh yeah, sexy costume plus bots, forget it. I can't pull that off. Thank God. Because <laughs> I, I refuse to shave my legs and it intimidates men. They're like, look at those sweet gams. <laughs> Oh, they're covered in hair. I'm like, yep, I grow my own pants. Oh, natural. <laughs> well, speaking of the bots, the bots are the bots have evolved a little bit, which uh, in episode one anyway, they don't talk about at all, uh, which maybe they don't need to because like Jonah wouldn't know because he's arrived freshly. He's been abducted to the dark side of the moon by uh, Kinga Forrester and TV's son of TV's Frank and uh made to watch movies so he's meeting crow and tom servo for the first time and gypsy who seems to be playing a larger role and uh, joel has talked about how he wanted to have gypsy have more of a role in this because gypsy wasn't much of a character in the past uh and the idea behind that was gypsy runs all the higher functions of the ship so she's busy running the ship and so doesn't have a lot of time for chit chat and to do stuff but they're trying to incorporate gypsy more and she's actually getting some riff time which she riffed a couple times before but uh not She's like too this busy working well that was, i guess that was the idea so gypsy wasn't Typical really woman gypsy was only in the theater a couple times before but now um uh, it, it and again i did say watched episode one and two gypsy's in the theater for both uh gypsy's in the so theater quite a bit for reptilicus cake template for you're going to have to add <laughs> she does just drop in occasionally it is still 
It is still robot, okay. person robot in the corner. But Gypsy pops in and out. You could add a Gypsy. I'd like it. It would it would use up some more of the the black cake stuff. We have like the What's sugar that cake sheet. Junk? It's like this oh, black sheet. thin sheet of Ooh, sugar that you can you can use like a a knife and cut patterns with. <laughs> Tell me more. I've never heard of cake before. Well, you didn't know what sugar sheet was called. No, it's got another name. It's called sugar sheet. What's the thicker stuff that tastes disgusting? It's not fondant. Oh, that's what I was trying to think it's of. It's not fondant. No, it's sugar sheet. This stuff's delicious. It's like thin. You would eat this by itself. So we made a cake like candy. with a... Uh, the silhouette of the Mystery Science Theater guys in the theater. Mm-hmm. It was a beautiful cake. I think it that was, was a probably cake. the best cake looking cake I've ever made. That was great. I think that was my nursing school graduation. Yeah, it right? was like covered yeah, in glitter. Awesome. Like cake glitter. Go ahead and make another one of those anytime. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so much work. It's um, like, yeah, it's kind of some work to make cakes. You have to like take them out of the pan. And... <sighs> oh. Well, speaking of TV's son of TV's Frank, Patton Oswalt uh, is awesome. He yeah, I like him. made for this role. Uh, he's a funny guy in general, but he's a, a perfect pick. And um, I run hot and cold with Felicia Day, but I think she's a good pick for King of Forrester. I, I, I like her as a Forrester. I met Felicia Day at a convention, and she was taking pictures with everyone in line that was getting her autograph. And I was like, Felicia, can I get my picture with you? And she like looked at me and she looked at the line and then she looked at me again and she said, I don't know, the line's kind of long. And I was like, uh. <laughs> you did get a picture though. It was like I one did. of those leaning over the it table. It was probably the worst picture I've ever had. With <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, I think maybe you, if you had just gotten there a few minutes earlier, perhaps. Yeah, I just Whatever. thought that was funny. It was kind of funny. It has the lulls. Well, I feel bad, too, for, like, celebrities, because, like, every celebrity probably has some story like that about them where someone was, like, they were, like, tired. It was, like, the end of sure. the line. And, like, someone's, like, I love you. And they're, like, oh, my God, I just want to go eat a burrito. And right. Yeah. Totally. And for Felicia, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> At least that wasn't, like, uh, like, Gaius Baltar or something, you know? Yeah. Like someone I was like super excited to see. Oh, right. Yeah. Like someone, she didn't really like let the wind out of your sails yeah, so just much. Like, oh, she was I just mean, like, like, oh, I like the guild, okay. but. You're tired. Yeah. Yeah. Guild was cool. I just like the guild. I think I'm just, uh, she just seems like her popularity is uh, incongruent to the body of work that's there. Like she's like a really popular, like, you know, geeky comedian a bunch of like she had some like uh internet show or something yeah she's and i i get it you know she's done she's probably done a bunch of stuff i haven't seen so i'm just sounding like an ass because i'm like i don't think she's been much (laughs) what have you been in (laughs) where do i know you from are you movies what movies (laughs) can i have a picture with you i don't know who the hell you are i like your style (laughs) man i'm you need to work on your southern accent Maybe I shouldn't. I think I should just never do that. I should just abandon my <laughs> you southern delete accent. That from the podcast. I think it's like it's probably offensive. Yeah, I'm offended. <laughs> you probably should be. Second generation southerner. <laughs> Get out of my office. <laughs> we should stop doing this podcast in my office. <laughs> it's like kind of a Sorry, drive. sir. We'll be out soon. <laughs> Cleaning lady's looking at us. <laughs> Tapping her foot. 
looking at her watch. <laughs> I keep giving her podcast cards and she just tosses them on the floor and <laughs> sweeps them into one of those little dustpans that you don't have to lean over for. Broom dustpan. That Man, probably has a name. I want one of those. <laughs> oh, and uh, uh, for anybody who's following along sequentially, uh, you'll know that we uh, just did an episode on the new season of Rick and Morty. And uh, of note, Justin Roiland, voice of Rick and Morty, uh, was one of the writers for Reptilicus. Not the movie they're riffing on, but the Mystery Science Theater 3000 episode of Reptilicus. Oh, that's pretty cool. I, I don't think he worked on a monster movie from Denmark. <laughs> <laughs> There is a hapless goofball in this movie, and uh, I don't, like, I guess the stereotype of, like, a coverall-wearing dimwit uh, is transcontinental. It's not just, uh, it's not just an American thing, speaking of picking on Southerners. (laughs) (laughs) The visage of a goofy guy in a overall jeans, who's sort of a chucklehead, and like, well, is that electric? Uh, Apparently universal, but... There we go. But I, th- I don't know. I think, Deva, I think you might be ready to give Mystery Science Theater 3000 another chance. I guess so. I Maybe. guess it just feels so long. It's 90 minutes. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> the puppets are a little more complicated. They actually have a like, whole team of puppeteers now. Like the old oh, yeah, puppets like the were one guy each. Good. Yeah. I, th- I think they stayed true to, uh, you know, the body of the show. I, I felt like it was like it was pitch perfect. Like I thought they really nailed tonally the show, the nature of the jokes, the setting. Like it felt like a a reasonable evolution from where they left off. And the show changed a lot over the ten seasons. And I I think this is just this is on board. I I don't think this misses a beat. Like frankly, I think this is more on tone than like some of the season ten stuff was. But uh, if you want to divide uh, Misty's start talking about like whether joel or mike episodes were better how many seasons were was mike the main guy there was 10 seasons of that there were 10 holy crap yeah switched in five what did joel do when they switched he did continue on writing some oh he wasn't i don't think he completely left i think he did completely leave later there was some bad blood between him and uh jim mallon the guy that lives in maryland apparently oh really someone told me that at a party we were at when i I took crow to a party because that's like the kind of parties we go to <laughs> so it wasn't that i was the weirdo uh i mean that was also true but um it wasn't unacceptable and uh somebody was like oh uh so-and-so comes to some of these things sometimes and his uncle's jim mallon Jim Allen was the voice of Gypsy and also like someone who worked on the show originally. So, hmm. yeah. How about those apples? So there was, I guess, some creative disagreements. But I mean, like Mike Nelson wrote for the show uh, for a long time while Joel was on. And uh, Joel wrote for the show for a long time that Mike was on as host. So I don't think that's that relevant anymore. But there are some people who still get excited. I am more of a Joel guy, but, you know. What are you going to do? <laughs> that and is the eternal question. And now we'll are just you a add... Joel guy or a Mike guy? Well, I think that was the eternal question. And now you could be a Jonah guy. I think I'm going to be a Jonah guy. Or I guess <laughs> <laughs> a Jonah gal. I, You know, it could be a gender neutral guys 
kind uh, of situation. I'll be a Jonah Schlim. Oh, Lord. Schlim <laughs> <laughs> or Schler. Futurama reference cast will be back after these commercial messages. Can't help it. <laughs> yeah, I, I was I was pretty happy with watching it. I was like, well, it's worth some, you know, obviously I didn't pay for all of it, but I was I was like, oh, I, I threw some, some cash at this and it was worth it. It was good because that would have kind of sucked if it wasn't very yeah. good. You're like, ooh, yuck. And my name's in the credits somewhere. That's cool. I haven't gotten to it yet because there's like a lot of, there was a lot of backers, I guess, or like 10,000 or something. So they're going alphabetically by first name. What? That's a yeah, rip. Yeah, I know. I was like watching really intently on the Lame. end of that first one. And when it cut off at like, you know, somebody whose first name started like, with an A. Like Aaron. It was like Aaron. Banjo. Banjo. Yeah, it was It was Aaron Banjo, oddly enough. Uh, so I was like, oof, I got to. My name's probably, it's going to take a while if I space them out like I'm hoping to. It's not a, it's not a real binge compatible show, I don't think, because of the length. So do you think you're going to have another IMDb credit now? No, I don't think so. I think that's like a special thanks to, I don't think that gets you an IMDb credit. I think you actually have to do something or pony up a lot more money than I did, like put a few zeros behind it and move the decimal over and you got yourself a deal. <laughs> Add two zeros to that and you got yourself a deal. I got you a hundred dollars. All right. Well, yep. I guess I'll watch an episode. Yay. Okay. So everybody watch an episode. Go uh, get Netflix, I guess. and uh, <laughs> Go get Netflix. Go get that Netflix. Well, listen up. I mean, what's Netflix a month? I, I'm asking because I don't I don't know. Yeah, I think it's like 14 bucks or something or 10. So watch them all over the course of a month and then like cancel your Netflix. Look, send me an email. I'll refer you and we'll both get five dollars. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Hit us up for a reference. <laughs> I don't know if Netflix still does that, but if they do, oh, do just oh, look me up. Kind of thing we should have researched, I guess. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> well, uh, robotpartyweek at gmail dot com. Shoot us an email and we'll uh, we'll shoot you a Netflix referral. Get yourself a coupon. Because then really for $10, you could watch like the whole new season as long as you watch it in a month. Plus a bunch of other quality Netflix shows. Like the OA. I just finished watching oh my that God. today. Did you? Yeah. Oh, I gave up. I abandoned I know. That you did. And that's why I finished it alone. I'm sorry. For it to leave me. Leave me behind. <laughs> I sat down with Just all my cats and watched the rest of the OA. Just don't let me dignified position. <laughs> yeah, that was sort of like, go ahead, Deva, remember me. And I just kind of collapsed beside the trail, died, because it was so fucking slow. I like, I liked it. Oh, the ending man. was a little... Uh... Could you give me like a fan edit later? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, don't, don't spoil that, I guess. Because there's probably other people out there like me that was like, I can't keep doing this. But they intend to go back where I don't. Well, like, just I, my friend, someone tell weekend, me about it. We were talking about movies, and I said something about how I like robot movies, and she's like, "Oh, so you probably like have seen The Matrix ten times?" I was like, "Yeah," and <laughs> she, she's like, "I've never seen it. Can you explain it to me?" And I'm like, "I've been waiting for someone to ask me this." <laughs> David's eyes lit up. She's like, "All right, sit down." This like, is do you take have four hours? 
Well, and then she's like, how did it end? Because it was a trilogy. Oh, and I was like, well, it was kind of open-ended. So she's like, wait a minute, it's a three. There was a trilogy and it had an open ending. I was like, yeah. We sat down once and watched in one day all of the Matrix movies in order, including the Animatrix movie, I guess you would call that, that anthology of short yeah. stories. Uh, I think it was... Was it Easter or something? It was, it was some like random holiday. It was some random holiday and we got up and started watching The Matrix and we watched all of it and like drank a lot of rum and then got a pizza at the end. And it was <laughs> the best day ever. Like I think it's kind of just hard to top. They're so random. And you know, those movies are really good when you watch them all in a row. Like yeah, those it does help. Last two, everybody was sort of like lukewarm about because... I think there was so much time between them. And I remember seeing The Matrix 2 in theaters and like it ended and I was like, what? That's the end? You're ending like that? <laughs> like it's going to be like a year before the next one comes out. Well, You're killing I feel, I feel me, like Smalls. we've talked about this before, but the Matrix 2 and Matrix 3 came out within like six months of each other. Like they were both. Yeah, they were. They were pretty close. There was also a video game you were supposed to play between those oh, two. Oh, I didn't do that. This one PlayStation, if I remember right. I didn't play it. I guess that's well. That's what we need to do the next time. We need to buy an old PlayStation, get the Matrix video game, and you do all the things. All right, let's do it tomorrow. <laughs> okay, all right, let's get started. Get a PlayStation. Our next episode is the Matrix Saga. <laughs> There's a something nobody's ever said that before. I don't think. Don't look into it. <laughs> well, I think that'll do it for Mystery Science Theater 3000. I, for one, am very happy that... Uh, it has returned and done so uh, in a a way that is true to uh, what Mystery Science Theater 3000 is. Good to see some familiar faces coming up, and uh, good to see lots of uh, talented people having their uh, fingers in the pot, so to speak. Pretty exciting, and hoping that this leads to more, and uh, hopefully for those who are resistant to Netflix, you've got like a friend with Netflix, or uh, maybe it'll be available to purchase somewhere also i think that'd be nice or uh come over and i will subject you to as much mystery science theater 3000 as you can tolerate <laughs> everybody has a breaking point and i will play you leaving on a jet plane on the guitar. <laughs> goodbye forever Deva. <laughs> all right see you later bye thanks for listening to robot party week you can find us on the web at robotpartyweek.com Tweet at us, hashtag RobotPW, or connect with us on Facebook, at Robot Party Week. If you enjoyed the episode, pop over to iTunes and give us a review. Thanks so much.